いい動きだな何か習っていたのかピアノと書道なら Let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's go. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another video. And I need to talk about Crash from the Elite. Mmm. This one has a little sweetness to it. And I know this is interesting because I just did my summer 2022 uh, anime recap. And if you want to check that video out, you know, this is like the thumbnail right here. And you can go check that video out. But I just finished season one and season two about a week ago from recording that video at the time of this recording. And this is a very, very interesting series. You know, it took me about three days to finish it. And it's only like 25 episodes. So it wasn't too much of an undertaking. But I kind of want to give you how I feel about this series. Give you the good, the bad, and the... Are you deadass? But before we get into the video, if you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. Supposed the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying the video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on Classroom of the Elite season one and season two. So, without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. Alright, so here we are. We're talking about Clash of the Elite, Season 1 and Season 2. And I'm going to let you know right now, I'm not going to really be giving any spoilers. There is one part of this video where I plan on giving spoilers, and I will give you a notification before there. But, I don't know how I feel about this series. I guess I'll give you my rating on the series ahead of time before I give the quick recap. But, this anime is a strong 5, maybe a light 6. Damn, boy! It's like mid but like not a disrespectful mid, but like a mid that you aren't mad you watch, but you wouldn't tell anyone else to watch. So if you're looking for a video in which I'm praising this series in its entirety, or completely shitting on it in its entirety, this video is neither one for you, honestly. I'm kinda just in the middle of the road. So, Classroom of the Elite. If I could summarize this anime, imagine if you took the intelligence and the game of Cat and Mouse from Light and L and Death Note. Mixed with the ass pulling of the wind Yugi gets in Yu-Gi-Oh! Because you know, screw the rules. Some unnecessary fan service. The setting of Kaguya-sama Love is War, but nowhere near as fun and interesting. And a main character that is harder to read than Kanye West at a... You know what? Actually, I don't have a punchline there. I'm just going to stop right there. You know where this is probably going to go. <laughs> Sensational. So we are introduced to our main protagonist, who for the life of me, I have a hard time saying his name, and I actually forgot a lot of times while watching the series. His name is Kiyotaka Ayanokoji who is supposed to be an absolute, I guess, genius or strategist or something. He's just nice at everything, but is completely emotionless and sees everyone as tools, but not in a malicious way. He's just, he really don't care about nothing, man. Like, he's the antithesis of unfazed, unbothered, and also kind of unseen. Ayana Koji is this character who's basically a mastermind but takes up no space in the room usually so no one realizes they're being manipulated and if they do realize they think it's from someone else in the class and not him and when they do realize it's him it's because he wants them to know it's him. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. The plot of the series is weird but cool. 
It's set in this school in the near future in Japan that has like a 100% graduation rate and all the students end up with a job or in college, like after graduating. So it's inevitable. You are on the road to success. But it's like a school where the kids, you know, kind of live on campus, you know, dorm there. And there's a point system that determines if you're like in class D, which is the worst class, and class A, which is, you know, the best class in your grade. And there are many tests, quizzes, challenges, and exchanges that can be made to raise your individual points or your class's points, depending on what the student values more. So if you have a high rank class, you get more perks and, you know, get treated better. Whereas class D gets treated like peasants and have to earn their way up. Cause you know, capitalism, am I right? No, no drinks for me, thanks. Bushy, bushy, bullshit. Also, if you went to college, I don't know if you remember having a meal plan or points, you know, that you got each semester or weekly or however your shit was set up. But imagine that here. And these points in the school can buy anything or be exchanged for anything. And when I say anything, I mean anything. Food, clothes, games, a high score on your test, a transfer to a better class. You know, season three of Made in the Best being made immediately, which, you know, I know this is probably not enough content, but whatever. But you know how your points refill usually? In this school, if your class and or yourself does shitty in grades, expelled or behavior, they will put you in the negative and you end up not getting a refill for the month, which means, <sighs> Boy, it is going to be a struggle city for you because you're going to have no money. You can't buy nothing. They do have options that they have like for the freebies. So like you can get like basically the garbage. So, you know, there's that. So essentially, this is the reluctant journey of Ayana Koji to class A from class D, which he put himself in on purpose because he just wants the soft life and scored a 50 on all his exams on purpose when entering the school so that he can be put in this situation. So I won't keep this video going on long, but I'll list out quickly the good, the bad, and the are you dead ass about this series. First, the good. The premise of the world introduced is really interesting. The mystery and the wonder I had each episode of how this is going to end up, or some of the plot twists that happened, were really well done. There are moments that purposely make you feel so uncomfortable watching the cruelty of teenagers to each other, and I sat there watching as a black kid from Brooklyn saying to myself, yeah, I, I wish a nigga would. <laughs> the show is smart. Not the smartest, but it's smart. The series does this interesting thing that even though Ayana Koji is the main character because of how much in the background he likes to be we can feel like the series main character is almost a certain someone named Suzune Hirokata or Hirokita you know maybe I said that wrong but it's all because that's kind of what the other students see but he's really just manipulating her and everyone else but you can tell bubbling that there's something real dark about this kid even though he's always helping people. The show wants you to hate certain characters and it does such a good job with those villains that you grow to get antsy when they even show up on screen. It's kind of like when Damon shows on screen in House of the Dragon, which if you haven't seen that, you should check it out. I know you may have a bad taste in your mouth from uh, the way season eight ended and season seven or maybe some of season six of Game of Thrones, but House of the Dragon, I can recommend. And for a series that is mostly about mind games, collusion, colluding, Uno reverse cards, and school life, there are some actual decent flashes of, oh shit, they be fighting this? And it looks alright. I mean, it's alright, like. And also, the intro and the outro for both seasons are vibes, complete vibes. So those are the good traits about this series in my opinion. Now, 
let's move on to the bad. So, of the 25 episodes that compiled season 1 and 2, only about 15 of those episodes I enjoyed. I know, that's a kind of okay percentage, I'm not going to knock it, but I only enjoyed that many. I was expecting the series to get a little more darker or more bombastic with the premise, but that wasn't the case and that left me a little disappointed. And because this is a school setting, there are kind of slice of life type things that I think we could have done without. The fan service also comes in at the most unnecessary times and really, really gets thrown in your face. And remember that point system I was praising before which seemed really interesting? It never truthfully makes me feel like there's any real consequence for being broke on this campus because it seems no one ever had issues eating or paying for stuff, even the dumb students or, you know, what you would call the Class D dumb students. Also, the harem style of almost every girl being into or just listening to everything Ayana Koji says or tells them to do can be a little annoying, especially when those characters are very uninteresting, at least until they reach the final stretch of season two, which takes a long time to get to that point. And speaking of the characters, mostly all the characters suck and are pretty uninteresting besides like four of the like 20 plus of them. It's almost like they make everyone else dumber just to make Ayana Koji look smarter and it can be a little exhausting because I always knew, well, this is always going part of his plan, I guess, whatever, you know, conflict was showing up on the screen. This series spends a lot more time telling you after the fact how things were done or planned out, but there isn't really a single hint or anything laid out, you know, in the show of these crumbs. It's like not even a show or a tell, like you know how in class it'd be like show your work. It's kind of like the anime said, nah, fuck that, here's the answer. Which leads me to our final part, are you dead ass? Bro, the plots, ass pulls, convenience was just all over the place. At no point did I ever truthfully see the threads of how these plans were laid out. It's like the series wanted to be smart so bad every time the haha, but this was my plan all along moments comes. I was never left like with a wow, this is impressive. I was always like, bro, what the fuck, how? Next up, the teachers. I get it. This school is all about teaching these students how to be elite, you know, classroom with the elite, and succeed in the real world. So they maneuver, very dog eat dog, and the teachers are hands off. But there are moments where the students are trying to like hide their less favorable behavior in fear of getting expelled, and then moments where the teachers seem to not give an absolute fuck of what's going on. So it's like, why do any of us care what happens when the teachers find out versus if they don't see, it, it really just makes no difference. The teachers have no consequence here. Like, where are the adults? Next, are you dead ass moment? Susan A. Harakita. <sighs> Insufferable. The poor man's Kaguya-sama. We spend so much time with this girl thinking we're gonna see her evolve these first two seasons. And she's just rude, obnoxious, antisocial, and act like her shit don't stink on the hopes of a Onisan, who's like, you know, the student council president and will acknowledge her one day. Why do we spend so much time with this girl where there eventually ends up being a more interesting female character to follow later? And the last Are You Deadass is where the spoiler alert comes in. Episode 12 of season two. Bruh, the ass woman that Ayana Koji handed out to Baji-kun, <laughs> and when I say Baji-kun, I mean Ryuin, is hands down one of the most craziest ass like pure school ass whoopers i have ever seen 
Like he actually taught Ryuin the meaning of fear. I'm serious. Like he actually taught him the meaning of fear because he swore he was a fearless person, but no. Like he beat the dog shit out of this kid and didn't get suspended, no nothing. There was no repercussions. Granted, it was warranted because Ryuin abuses and assaults women regularly and finally fucked around and found out with the wrong nigga. But sheesh, bro, like I don't know how neither one of these kids is arrested or don't have charges pressed on them. But watch that fight if you don't plan on watching the series. It's actually pretty interesting. The, the animation style is kind of interesting looking. I don't know if it's a CGI that's off, but I don't know. It's an ass whooping. Overall, Classroom Elite is just mid. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Would I recommend it? No, not really. Would I judge someone who loves it? No, I wouldn't. Can I see the appeal? Yeah, I can see it, but I feel like it could have been better and maybe the light novel was better and you know, I don't plan on reading that. That's not happening because I don't be reading if it don't got pictures in it. Idiotic! But maybe season three will reach to the point that I'm looking for. Like, I do know that there's another season on the horizon, there's stuff I can read, but it could have a promising future. There's an opportunity for this series to possibly take the next step and maybe it does, we'll see. I guess. But before we end this video, please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on Classroom Elite. Like, is it that ass? So, on that note, y'all, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive because I create like every day and I'm on to